from around the world and hiding inside your USB port. So when you try to put the plug in, it doesn't work. And then you have to flip it over and it still doesn't fit. So then you put it back the other way and then it finally does work the way that you tried it in the first place. This is Paranormal One. back thank you for listening one more time to paranormal one here with the wonderful lovely steve bartell <laughs> and the incomparable josiah lee henson i am mike grasso welcome you back one more time how are you doing guys very good, good mike. Mike. how are you How's it doing <laughs> doing all right doing all right um I'm, I'm i'm sorry but i just can't get my head around the big news um, this episode will be coming out, what did we say here? July the 18th? 18th? Or this one on the 18th, that we're doing right now. Yes. Okay. But on July 2nd, as you reminded me, Steve, thanks, um, <laughs> we're going to be, uh, we're going to have two very, very special guests. Uh, Josiah, why don't, you, why don't you tell us who it is? So we are having uh, Deanna Simpson and Joni Mahan on, and uh, Deanna is the one that experienced the Hanover haunting, and mm-hmm. Deanna is the author who wrote about her experiences. Um, and I don't want to give too much away, but I can tell you that after reading the book, it was one of the most intense hauntings that I've ever read about. Yeah. Um, and it really affected this woman's life in almost every single aspect, so it's going to be yeah. really interesting. Just an incredible story. Even Animal Planet was involved in this. But uh, yeah, it's just an an amazing story. A great book. If you have a chance, pick this up. Or or, uh, like I I got it through Kindle. And uh, just because that for this particular one is more convenient for me. And um, it was a page clicker. I mean, it, I couldn't couldn't put it away. It, it it's written really well. It's very engaging, and yeah, really, it kind of gets you into, into the head of Deanna and everything she went through. Uh, just that, so, Josiah, uh, thanks for getting this set up because um, this is like top notch interview right here. I'm really excited. Yep, I'm excited as well. And I, I've been kind of silent. I'm still working on finishing the book. So <laughs> you'll get there. Yes. Um, yes. Spo- yeah, spoiler we, alert. No spoilers. It's haunted. <laughs> it's haunted. <laughs> Dang it. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, there are all kinds of little twists and, and curves in it. Uh, this book has been out for a little better than a year. And I listened to some of the older interviews and they were kind of uh, not wanting to give too much away because they did want people to read the book, which is understandable. So we'll see if after some time's gone past now, if maybe they'll loosen up on some of this and maybe uh, start, maybe they're going to start revealing a little more than what they had in the past. Uh, But yeah, this is uh, a a great book. If you haven't read it yet, uh, highly, highly recommended. Uh, it's got like four and a half stars on Amazon. Uh, Hanover Haunting, the Deanna Simpson story by Joni Mahan. Uh, forward by John Zaffis. 
he was actually part of, uh, while well, at different times he'd been into the home to uh, investigate there as well. And uh, just an amazing story. And of course, John Zaffis is the grandson or nephew, 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 nephew. of the Warrens. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's, he's like, it's in his blood. <laughs> he's the, what do they call him? I, I've heard him referred to as like the godfather of the paranormal. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So uh, that will be a uh, on our July 2nd show that'll be coming up then so stay tuned for that but in the meantime we've got some other stuff coming up um i guess do you guys have any news anything going on on your end um nothing i can think of off the top of my head steve might have some stuff but uh we do i guess one thing that's kind of cool we do have a bigger group coming out from chicago to do conover square and are Ah. we supposed to talk about that or i mean we can mention it it couldn't hurt anything okay um and we might have even (laughs) talked about it last recording but uh anyway dale kasmeric and his group the ghost research Mm -hmm. yep oh and we did we did talk about it because i looked up the ghost research society to uh confirm yeah so we we have made that official i know we're we're bouncing dates back and forth that it is finally official and uh, he asked Steve and I to go out to dinner with them and stuff. So we are oh, cool. tasked with finding some interesting places to go out to eat. And Steve brought up Lavinia. And I think that's a great idea. Ooh. The Vineyard. Lavinia. Who's yeah. paying? Great question. <laughs> I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's Dutch. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, if uh, maybe maybe Alfano should have been a better idea if you guys were picking up the tab. But the DQ was always nice. <laughs> there you go. They just remodeled the inside. <laughs> nice. But we don't have any like public events or anything planned, although <clears throat> I'm sure we're going to try and get something on the docket soon. Um uh, I know that in July we're going to go visit the Missouri State Penitentiary. Um, mm. uh, some of the members from our from RAPS, the Rock River Area Paranormal Society, are going to go with mm-hmm. Midwest Ghost Society, who booked the investigation, and uh, that'll be pretty interesting. We are doing a private residence that um, that we investigated previously. We're doing that this Saturday, mm. so that'll be very interesting good times oh yeah yep i uh i i submitted a proposal (laughs) for an event at a local during a local festival here um that may be happening next month so it won't be a whole lot of time to prepare but uh um we'll see how it goes could be fun nice Uh, i should respect to hear on that any day so that'll sort of be me not really dipping my toes back in kind of jumping in with both feet again getting getting wet and soaked into it but um yeah so it'll be it'll be interesting to see if that works out and then after like the week after that would happen i'm going to post town school so that's right that'll be i think the same time you guys are are having yours yep very nice doing that so yeah know this event i don't know if you can talk much about it or if you want to um but i think didn't you mention that it may be a ghost walk rather than like a static location? There was a ghost walk. Um, that that had been one of the th- one of the things that had been asked about, and I'm like, you know what? We don't know enough about the stuff going on in the town to be able to do it. So a ghost walk wouldn't really be practical. But um, 
the I, I did speak to the person who conducted a ghost walk and it wasn't as much about ghosts as just um, odd happenings not even that like tragedies and things like that that had happened sure. uh, in the town which, which is still interesting but it, it's nice to be able to throw some ghost stuff in on top of it too so since there I, I, I put out some feelers for supposedly haunted area places in the town and I got a lot of responses about a cemetery which I already knew about but and 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 uh I just hate planning an event at a cemetery for a number of reasons, but yeah. the weather is the top one. I really didn't want to uh, be, be surprised by rain and have to cancel or scramble. So um, I said, hey, find me an event. Find me a place indoors with electricity and we'll make it work. So um, I'm really expecting here any time now and we'll see where it goes. Awesome. Good luck. Yeah, hopefully yeah. that works yeah, out, thanks. Mike. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, getting back in into the groove. We might have to, if you do it on the regular, we might have to take a trip out there and go on your new ghost tour, you know? <laughs> that would be so, so cool. Yeah, yeah, it really would. That would be. That would be. Same mic, different location, new stories. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you've heard all of the my Conover story stories. And I've repeated dozens them and dozens, dozens of times. <laughs> yes. We were just bragging about you, actually, uh, this weekend, talking about how magical it was when you gave those damn tours. Oh, shucks. <laughs> well, I, I enjoyed it, and, I, and I'm looking forward to being able to start again in a new place and or new places. Um, so I, I just kind of needed to get a, a toehold somewhere. So hopefully this will be the start of some new stuff. Awesome. We'll see where that goes. Yeah. So, all right. Well, um, I, I, I guess we're we ready to jump back into where we left off last time. That sounds awesome. Yep. Yeah. So just as a recap, we were um, happy birthday to us. <laughs> we just celebrated our our year anniversary of this format with with the three of us together. I just said, did you bring the cake, I, I, or did you forget it? I ate it. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. Maybe next year we can all share. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> we've been counting through uh the episodes here we didn't quite get halfway through because this is like 31 now so last week was 30 yeah um so we were kind of uh reviewing some of the some of our our, our our memories and recollections and stuff like that of past episodes and i believe the last one we did was episode 12 actually so um episode 13 was useful ghost stories real ufo reports and the jersey devil see i thought we had talked about that um because we were talking about uh the feud between benjamin franklin and the other guy yes we did okay so now that you mention it you're right um i was gonna go back and listen again and then i didn't so <laughs> shame on me um so, like I said, that was the one we finished with last time. And the next one, uh, episode 14, and here's the word I can't say, Malta's Mysterious Hypogeum? Hypogeum. Hypogeum. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, and then here's another one, Steve. This was yours. Brazil's 
Mapanuguari. Yeah, but Mapanuguari, the uh, the cryptid. Yes, and spicy uh, Thai tales. That and, and, and I believe, with the exception of the first one with Midwest Ghost Society, <laughs> you're bad. Um, that was our most listened to episode. Really? Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, it was the Brazilian uh, cryptid. You know, and I, <laughs> I have no recollection of that one for some reason. Uh, you will when I kind of recap it. I bet it'll. Uh, I bet it'll. Oh yeah, the one had like the mouth in its stomach. The mouth in the stomach. Exactly. Oh okay. Yep. yep. And he was a cyclops. He had the the one eye and everything. Yep. <laughs> and and the reason it the reason it caught my attention is just because of I, I was on I was on I forget whose Facebook page like like Matt Drew's Facebook page or, or one of the uh, you know kind of bigger podcasters you know slash <clears throat> authors whatever and he just had a, an amazing drawing uh painting of of the map and gory i'm like what in the hell is that and i had to research it i'm like there we go if i ever pull cryptids this is what i'm doing awesome so, so that was my finally my cryptid week <laughs> i forgot all about that like the mouth and the stomach thing it's like yep yeah, like the like Sesame Street on acid. <laughs> <laughs> and and just the and, and truthfully, I don't remember a thing about my Thailand stories, but I can tell anyway. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was the, Josiah? What was the, the? I can't say it. The hypo, what is it? Hypogeneum. Yeah, the hypogeneum. Hypo, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the one That's over in Malta. That's good for poison ivy, by the way. <laughs> it was the yeah. one over in Malta where it was a burial. Like I think it was like thousands of people were buried there, but um, you could also go in one of the chambers and you would hit a certain resonance that would make people's people's minds alter a little bit, and you could sort of change the way they thought and stuff. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just my mind went somewhere else for a second with that. Oh, I saw um, it in your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know why. I mean, that 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 was a huge, uh, huge response to that one. I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of keywords there. Maybe it was the spicy tie tails, and so people were expecting something else. <laughs> They were on their way to OnlyFans and got sidetracked by a podcast. Yeah. Oh, how disappointing <laughs> that must have been. But hey, ours was free. <laughs> so there's that. Um, how, how many how many downloads did we have of that one? Um, I'd really rather not say because it. I think it would be kind of embarrassing. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Compared to. Some <laughs> <laughs> did we reach? It sounds like a lot to me. Did we reach three digits? What's that? Did we reach three digits? Um, if we use a, a placeholder, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um. Yeah, decimal. Yes, definitely three digits. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um. So yeah, so that was that. Hmm. Whoops. Oh, you can't see my hands here. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's that. All right. So 
Josiah, I remember you did episode 15 here, the, uh, the, that, Akane, Akane? Yeah, Akiana Grimeric. Thank you, Akiana. Why doesn't it spell like it looks? Um, Creepy Last Words and the Famous Brown Lady Ghost. Yeah, so uh, oh, I thought we lost a connection there. For nope, a second. sorry. <laughs> I, I was just, we're, just, we're just waiting for your lead, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> no. Um, so I, I guess I was first. You talked about that, so I'll just go ahead and go. But um, yeah. she was that famous yeah. painter. She's still she's actually alive oh, right now. Right. But she was the one that had visions of God, and uh, Jesus would talk to her. And uh, she wasn't trained as an artist at all, but she just came up with these amazing lifelike portraits and. Uh, now they're selling in the millions, so she's wow. obviously done pretty well. Yeah. Now, yeah did she, did she, she have was, formal training, or just she just like did it? No, um, she started started drawing really incredibly at the age of four, and it mm. just kept progressing into these phenomenal paintings that she's still doing today. So, and she she did that painting of Jesus, yeah, where <clears throat> someone who had a near death experience, you know, was trying to describe describe you know who also spoke to jesus saw that picture and said that's the depiction right there that's who i saw that's right and she was also a mount morris native she was born born in mount morris here so she was a local wow did she draw that picture of the the dogs playing poker (laughs) that that was her yeah that was a side project spot on Spot yep. on. Okay. And also the baby playing a tuba. That was also her. Oh, I missed that one. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. Cool. <laughs> cool. Um, And the brown lady ghosty. Was that the one where she's like coming down that big stairway like the monster's house? It looks yeah, like. Yeah. Like, so right it, it's that iconic picture of the, you know, the, uh, it looks like a robed figure coming down the stairs. And that's yeah. when you talk about you know, pictures of ghosts or ghost evidence, whatever, that's like the iconic one. Although, you know, I, I think they have debunked it maybe as, as being potentially different things, you know, Shush. Um, <laughs> well, that was part of, just part of the uh, quiet Wikipedia, presentation, but it was uh, <laughs> my buzz. It, it was Raynham hall. And I believe that was in England, if I'm not mistaken. And uh country life magazine uh, ran the story on that and that's why it got spread so far and wide and everything cool yep i'm glad you guys are remembering your stuff because i have no recollection about the creepy last words well that's what having a phone with google and wikipedia on it before you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i'm like so vague tie tales last words I don't know. Josiah holsters his guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's God. a story we can't tell. No, but but actually what I really enjoy about this, though, is, you know, I, uh, you know, for, for a lot of these book reports, you know, I, I wrote down all the information, came and delivered it and everything, you know, and learned something new and then promptly... Mm-hmm forgot all about it forgot you know? it just <laughs> as like, soon as i walked up just the door, like yeah. being in school exactly so yep. going through these walking down memory lane it's kind of nice to be like oh yeah that's right that thing was really cool or that story yeah. was really uh really good and so yeah so i'm really enjoying the the recap me too this is like studying for your sats i'm like oh yeah i remember how to do those kinds of <laughs> math problems now you studied um, for your sats <laughs> not really i think i went to the bookstore 
at the time because at the time there were book stores you could go to or actually bought books um and i looked through a book about how to study for sats i'm like oh i can do that and then i left um <laughs> did all right uh let's see halloween special was the next one um I, I think I did something with like people that were because it doesn't go into specifics here because I think I was really tired when I did it. Um, but like creepy things that happened on Halloween, like people thinking like dead bodies were part of Christmas or Halloween decorations. Yeah. Like and then they'd find a dead body hanging in the tree. What really was somebody nice. that killed yep. himself and not part of the decoration. Yeah, that's got to be really disappointing. <laughs> Or exciting, um, I guess, however you want to look at it. Man, those are some right. amazing decorations. Yeah. <laughs> you even they, have the smell and everything. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, uh, what's each, dripping into my each, treat bag? Yeah, each day it looks more and more bloated. That's amazing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work that went into that. <laughs> now, and Josiah, I think you talked about the jack o' lantern, didn't you? Yeah. Um, I think Steve and I both had that same topic, kind of, and I asked, I because I think we were doing a bunch of topics that night, weren't we? No, well, my specific one was uh, different Halloween traditions from That's around right. the world, and you, we we did cross paths on that particular one, but you, mm. <laughs> you uh, ended up, uh, you know, I ended up holding off on that one, and you went into great detail about the, the right. lanterns, the, the, the turnip you know uh, the carved turnips and which is terrifying remember we all looked that up and it was the creepiest thing ever yes yes oh yeah. my gosh that was uh yeah yeah that that i i i like the pumpkin look a lot better as far yeah. as on my on my street but right. um if i'm trying to scare somebody turnips are a way to go <laughs> and just a little tidbit for anybody out there listening illinois is the highest pumpkin producer in the world insane and i'm gonna verify that via google i uh I, i'm not surprised there's a lot of pumpkin patches even nearby you know hmm yeah come to think of it there's not a whole lot this way huh hmm you guys just get your pumpkins at walmart then we haven't been did we buy pumpkins i couldn't even tell you I mean, it's like farm, the road stands or farm stands and that, but sure. not like the big, uh, like, yeah, the big setups. Like you, like we're out in Illinois. Well, you guys come for in, granted. You guys come in second, actually, Mike. So it goes Get Illinois, out Pennsylvania, New York. Yeah. Illinois has 17, okay. 1,400 acres and you guys have about 7,000 acres. Huh. Oh, wow. I think probably more east of where I am. Yeah. No, but we have one just north of Byron even uh, driving yeah. along Route 2 and you'll see signs for it, you know, come September-ish. Yeah, he's got some cool ones there. Yep. Fun stuff. I, I was... What, what, what? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, was, I was just going to say, I remember driving up by 47. There was always that one that has the giant pumpkin mounted up on the yep. top of their uh, their silo. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or the, the, the water tank. Yes. Yes, exactly. Oh, now it's going to bother me. Like Huntley? Was it Huntley? It might. Be, yeah. Huntley, Huntley sounds about right. That Somewhere, does sound right. This is right off of 47. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. That, <laughs> the water tank is a pumpkin. <laughs> it's really cool. Um. Ooh. 
Okay. Episode 16, the K2, Scholarly Skepticism and Black Scrying Mirrors. Now, see, I thought I did the K2, but apparently not, because I'm pretty sure I did the Black Scrying Mirror. Yeah. <laughs> um... What, yeah, what, I, do we, I, what do we pause so we can quick peruse the episode and, yeah. uh, and come back and talk about our segments? <laughs> Just like we're pros. Let's. Yeah. Uh, I. I. Yeah. Just, let's just talk about things we know nothing about, like normal. <laughs> um, but yeah, the black scrying mirror. I was first introduced to them by the late Rosemary Ellen Guiley mm. at uh, the Rockford uh, Paranormal Conference. And she had a booth set up with several mirrors there and some books. And uh, she she gave a talk about them. Actually, was it about the mirrors? or then Actually, she talked about the gin, I think, oddly enough. She, t- she had mirrors and was selling that book, but then she talked about the gin, which is very cool. Hey, there's a good topic for another time. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, yeah. But... Um, you know, it, it's it's not difficult to make your own, and it's it's sort of a just just a, a tool to kind of you know focus your um, I don't I don't want to say focus your intentions, but to uh, like a divining tool, like a, a pendulum would be, or um, a crystal ball, things like that. And by the way, I I, <laughs> I saw saw something, and they said you should always put a, a crystal. Uh, a, some kind of covering over your crystal ball when it's not being used because it, it's dangerous to leave it open. Somebody's like, why will it leave a portal open or uh, allow some ugly spirits to get in my home? It's like, no, um, the light could hit it a certain way and burn your house down. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, like, all right. Cool. I know they, they recommend covering or storing your black scrying mirror facing away from, you know, the room or, or covered. Oh, really? Which, yeah, which is interesting because Oops. I'm looking at ours sitting up there on the top shelf, you know, and everything. Yeah, yeah and mine right there. Yep. Although it is kind of covered with Darth Vader. Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, and ours is kind of covered by our guest book, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and it, yeah. And if that was true, we would have Slimer floating around the ceiling of our office here. So I, uh, <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm not sure we have too much to worry about. Yeah. Do we have two facing each other? Oh, Wow. Ooh, amplify. They say you're not supposed to do that with mirrors, I guess. That's a mind. Like just regular mind mirrors. It opens a portal. Hmm. But if that was true, everybody and you know, every investigator would have two mirrors. Walk around with two, two mirrors. mirrors yeah. On yeah. Your sides. yeah. It's like, got my K2, got my Ovilus, got my mirrors. Hmm. <laughs> Could work. It's about as good work as about as much science as anything else that we do behind it. Sure. That's true. So what, I'm, what could it hurt? I'm guessing that I did the K2 report then on that. I actually, I think you did the skepticism thing. The scholar, okay. you, you read an article. Um, well, well, here we go. Steve starts a discussion after reading an article about hoaxes and skepticism. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's so, kind of ring a bell. And and I, I think that was apparently was a thing. I, I think probably I discussed the uh, who were the the Fox Sisters. I think it was or what were they called? The uh, the ones who used to dance on the roof and everything. The Fox Sisters. The Fox Sisters. Yeah, yep. they and, danced on the roof. <laughs> I know they would like crack their toes and all that stuff. Yeah, how do you crack your toes? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
don't know. It's so loud that it sounds like somebody's knocking. Yeah. Right. Is that somebody at the door? Nope. Just me cracking my toes. <laughs> just your old fox sisters. <laughs> yeah, the fox sisters. See. <laughs> They're, hey, they're good toe crackers. Those two. That's right. I think one of our categories was specifically skepticism and whatever. So I think I kind of just did a general okay. overview of incidents where they were either debunked or people were highly skeptical of them. Yeah. And then that must lead me to being the guy that talked about the K2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, because I think I remember it was... Oh, shoot. It has a different name to it. What, the K2 meter? Yeah. Well, it, it's also known as... Uh, uh, I just saw it here. Safe range K2 EMF meter. Um, they were meant to... Magnetic field detector. Um, I think the safe range thing is something. The safe range something. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it's, its original intention was to find, like, a maybe shorts or just uh, mm. faulty wiring and things like that um, as opposed to it wasn't designed to be a ghost hunting tool it just became a ghost hunting tool yeah. and then now they've got the knockoffs right like the the lesser quality ones I think the Chinese wish versions yeah. for $20 as yep. opposed to the other ones for 50 to $60 yeah yep. <laughs> the the authentic Chinese versions for 40 bucks um i I like the k2 because it's it's solid it's easy to use the battery it's easy to read ever yeah i mean you just press the button and boop or boop or beep whatever it's on or maybe it has no sound on it and they're great when you're doing a tour you know to, to give to somebody who doesn't really have much experience they're really cool tools to give to them yeah and I don't know if we discussed it at the time. I'm sure we covered it, but the only problem with K2s is they're highly, you know, manipulable yeah. or whatever yeah. the word is. Like Easily a car alarm. Manip- yes. A car, car your remote. key fob or, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you refresh your data on your phone, we've been able to uh, set them off. Walking two-way <laughs> radio set them off. Mine, I, I, when I first uh, got mine... I was afraid for, for the tours. I was afraid they were going to slip out of people's hands because they were kind of slick. So I got some of the uh, stuff you put on the bottom of your your shower, mm. like the stuff you step on. Yep. <laughs> it's got a little bit of a grip to it and it's adhesive. Nice. And cut it into strips and put it around it to make it easier to hold on to, so it wouldn't slip out of their hands. Because I was, I was so excited to get them. I'm like, I think as soon as I get them, somebody's going to drop them. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to minimize that. So, yeah, K2s. Um, let's see. Oh, the Christmas special. I say that like it's supposed to remind me of something. Uh, Tales of Scrooge, the Winter Solstice, Krampus, Pooping Ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> and the Christmas Wasp. Are you sure that's not uh, just an Easter egg, Mike? <laughs> no, it was Christmas. Um, <laughs> I, I know that I know that I covered Krampus, and the reason I know that is because one of the names for Krampus in uh, I forget where it was, one of the Slovakian countries or something like that. It was Bartel was what oh. they referred to Krampus as, and everything. So, uh, so I saw that, and I'm like, hell yes, this is going to be awesome. And, uh, <laughs> that was that was. One of my but tales. I think wasn't it actually like Bartle. Bartle, yes. Bartle. B A R T L E, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. See, I can remember that, but not what I ate for breakfast this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And I think I covered the pooping Christmas ornament. And yeah, what was, it was that? Some weird tradition, and I can't even tell you where it was. It didn't involve a log or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Not like a log of poop, but like a log Yeah, and they beat it. Like, they, they yeah. beat it with sticks or something. <laughs> and it was symbolic of, like, beating the poop out of some animal or something. <laughs> I just remember we were all, like, really depressed afterward. <laughs> depressed? I think we probably had a good laugh. Well, know? yeah, I'm just kind of kidding. But it's like we all just sort of, like hung in silence for a bit like what just happened yeah yeah but now that you're saying that i'm like okay i want to listen to that one again um and and the christmas wasp i remember i ran across this yeah i ran across this story like years ago and i had a bookmark bookmarked and every once in a while i'd run across and i'm like hey christmas wasp someday i'll read that and kept scrolling um and then I, I did, and I read it, and I'm like, hey, this is a really cool Christmas thing, and I have no idea what it was about. <laughs> um, I could probably do a quick search. But, but I think, too, we did the – I think we talked about, like, the, in the beginning, I talked about, like, the different Scrooges that we watched, the versions of that, and um, how we always enjoy that at Christmas time. Uh, Christmas Wasp. Um, Just pull up your ooh. bookmark. That's scary. I think I deleted it after we did the story. Um, okay, this is way too many words. Um, so the Christmas wasp is a, th- is a thing. So look it up and it's cool. Or listen to the Christmas episode and hear more. Don't make me do all the work. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel like we're not giving the, the, the listeners reason to go listen to that. So I don't remember what I what I talked about, but but if you want to check it out, go ahead. Okay. Okay. So how about this? We, we, we talked about pooping logs that you're beaten with a stick. Um, the Christmas wasp. I mean, what more do you need to say about that? Right. And, 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 and Krampus. Why would you not go back and listen to it? Absolutely. Yeah. So I I'm want to go with that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. I think. Okay. Here's we tried something different here in episode 18. Um, so I think we talked about running a ghost tour business. I remember that one. As, as well as that the uncanny valley or like the seat where CGI people look so creepy to us uh, yes so those were the two things we talked about with that um, nice. that, that was the first one of 2021 and I was like by the way F you 2020 <laughs> um, and I think that was well deserved <laughs> yeah, very so, much Agreed. Um, so, yeah, talking about ghost tour business. I mean, if you guys had to do it all over again, what would you do different? Oh, boy. I think <laughs> I, I think doing some contractual obligations and drawing up contracts is, is mm. one of the biggest things that mm-hmm. we regret not doing. Yeah. No, no, no more word of mouth agreements. You know, yeah. if, if. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's not like we. It's not like we lost 
like fund or whatever, whatever, but we've been edged out of places where, you know, we were asked to come in and then basically unceremoniously dropped. Oh yeah. We don't need you anymore. Yeah. And these are, these are places that we were selling out every single time and we put a lot of effort Mm -hmm. into getting them off the ground, you know, and somebody said, Hey, we can do this. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what happened. Okay. That's, I think that's really good advice. Yeah, that's the only hmm. really thing I can think of that I would do differently. I, I, I kind think of, so too. Kind of like the the route that we took to get to where we're at and the experiences we've had along the way. Same here. <clears throat> There's not much other that not much else that comes to mind to change. Well, I, I what would what would you guys think about owning your own building? Oh my God, we we okay. have one that we just need a good price and a you know I don't know. It's a place. I guess, that, would you be? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just—I was just gonna say it's one of those places that I think once the word got out that it was open up, the paranormal groups would probably just flock to it. And mm-hmm. we don't—I don't, I don't even know if we'd be able to get the public in there for the first year because the paranormal <laughs> groups would probably just flood it. Oh yeah, I, I mean it's the sort of place with the sort of backstory that television show, shows salivate over. Yeah. You know, I mean it, it has a confirmed suicide in the building. Um, mm-hmm. And activity that all the neighbors and townspeople and even people driving by pick up on immediately, you know. And it, the presence wow. of it is just this really ominous-looking building, yeah. and and, and you know, and it needs a little bit of work to make it, you know, safe. I guess we'll say or yeah. 100% safe. I, I mean, there's the roof is open to the elements in one area right now mm-hmm. and things, but the owner is just asking too much money for it and. What oh, he's okay. asking, you mentioned this before. Yeah, what he's asking isn't even outrageous, but he is asking way more than we would be willing to pay, especially knowing the work that needs to go into it still. But, yeah, well, and so right much. now, oh, go ahead. It, well, as, yeah, right now, you know, as we stand and in, in it's as it's June of 2021, the housing market is just insane. Yeah. So he's yeah. probably even more entrenched into whatever he's asking for it. Yeah, and there's other headaches that go along with it, but I think it's one of those things that if we could get it at the right price, those headaches would be inconsequential. Yep. Do you do you feel that there is a price point that you could buy a place and it could generate enough revenue to keep it open? Like just uh-huh. doing that, you wouldn't have to put any of your own money into it? I guess depending on the place and the you know the status of the building and you know the cleanliness the safety of it um, yeah i think any building that we would buy that w- there's probably going to be some work that has to go into it i don't think you can get around that i, yeah. I can't think of any way i i do think though that this place in particular i mean it would definitely get to a point where it would pay for itself yeah you know, if yeah. not if not exceed it and have money and funds for needed repairs or anything later done. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to look at the larger picture where we were, we were a little bit concerned about, let's say years down the road that you did eventually have to demolish it. Those costs, you'd have to account for those costs in your ticket sales and put away that much more just in case mm. there was ever a huge issue like that. Yeah. Cause normally haunted buildings are not in the best state of repair. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, to have the city, you know, maybe someone on the board is very anti ghost hunting and just says, Hey, we got to condemn that place and we got to make them tear it down, you know? And yeah, suddenly right. we get a notice saying, Sorry, you got to demolish your building and you got to pay yeah. for it. Uh, hmm. 
And I guess, I guess it wouldn't even hurt to talk about it. It's not like someone's going to swoop in based on listening to our podcast yeah. and, and say, <laughs> you make it sound it so attractive. Well, yeah. well, it's go ahead, Josiah. It's, oh, do you want me to actually say the place? Yeah, you might as well. So yeah, it's the Congress School in Polo, Illinois. Um, and some call it the Old Congress School. And I don't know if there were two or what, but. Yeah, it's, it's in Polo, Illinois, and like Steve mentioned, there was a suicide there, and uh, I had heard rumblings of the place being haunted, even before expressing interest or, in, you know, anybody knowing what I was into, they were already talking <laughs> about it, and, you know, there's a lot of people that mentioned it. Yep. And if you do a quick Google search, I mean, you just, it's a fantastic looking building, yeah. you know, <clears throat> and for some reason... There, just in the Midwest here, there are so many haunted schools, you know, and, you know, you, you wonder maybe what is it about a school that brings spirits in and everything, but. Well, I, I think too, and, and um, Illinois has one of the highest number of schools. I mean, it was like, there were so many little, um, like the, the, the way it was first developed, the, the, the schools in Illinois that it sort of made it advantageous for everybody to open a school. Wow. And, sure. and even if you look at individual school districts right now, I, I believe Illinois has the most number of like different school. Um, wow. Even not even as district. I, I mean, let's just say uh, uh, entities, <laughs> schooling sure. entities. And, and so I think there, there's just uh, that big number of them. And then as they consolidate and uh, mm-hmm. build new places, you know, you see a lot of these old closed ones or abandoned ones. Um, but I mean, I, I think it's natural because I mean, think about schools—the uh, the energy that's left in a school, um, the, the the angst over tests or excitement of you know pl- learning a new game and you know you, um, it's where, making where you, friends and getting into fights on the playground and stuff like where that. Where you spend your formative years, five days a week, all day long, you know. Yep, blossoming romances that could you know yeah. lead into marriage things like that yep. right I, right you have schoolyard crushes and stuff like that yep. right. people say hey well, why, yeah why would schools be haunted why wouldn't they yeah right. right i'd be surprised to find one that wasn't although we went to that we won't say where it was it was an open school we did that investigation at the publics was it high school i think oh or yeah, school? yeah 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 that was, that was a dlr here in town and they're actually uh petitioning to close it down and move all the middle school kids over to the high school. Yep. So that'll that school might could be on the list of abandoned schools here before too long. <laughs> I mean, we didn't really get anything in there, did we? It was I don't remember. Cool. It was pretty quiet. We had some yeah. odd happenings in some of the rooms, but uh, like especially the science room, although it wasn't anything repeatable and it wasn't anything, you know, super significant. I think I do. Yeah, people say yeah, they were getting feelings that something was happening. I think we were getting some noises. It turned out to be a heater, like in that yeah. band room or something like that. But there were some fantastic stories about that place going in. Yeah. Not just yeah. from, you know, from Tara on our team had seen things there, but mm-hmm. other people That's had true. reported stuff as well. But... Well, let's see here. Um, the next two episodes tied in together this is when we did the eight paranormal abcs oh yeah that was a lot of fun remember that and also too i i i blew the aztec death whistle did you guys get one of those yeah. josiah has one it's sitting on the shelf right behind him i thought i thought you did 
Chugga chugga choo choo. <laughs> when I uh, <laughs> when I finally get my 3D printer, I'm gonna start printing those. You know, so that'll be cool. I I, I started a, a a Google Doc with with all this stuff. Um, and I and I can't. Can you can you can you give that a uh, a toot while I'm looking for this? Yeah, I can I can get it down and give really old toot a Rooney. Give me just a give second. You. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm having trouble finding this. You can always you can always edit out the uh, the dead air. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, open comment history. No, 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 no. Um, okay, I've got it. If you want me to give her a shot, yeah, it's got to be more exciting than what I'm doing right now. All right, here we go. <laughs> it just doesn't capture, yeah, the, the tone of it. Oh, I mean, it's. That's crazy stuff. I mean, it, it almost sounds like a, like a whistle when you're doing it. Yeah. It, it sounds like a very airy kind of whistle. Like, a, you know, you can cup your hands and blow into them and make it make that whistle noise. Yep. It's a very like airy kind of kind like of whistle. a non-efficient whistle. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, I think we did take that into the building here and toot it a few times, but. Yep. Not with much success. I think that would be an awesome thing to do in investigation. I think we talked about this, didn't we? Trying to work that into an investigation. Yeah, and, and we have tried it here, but I don't think we've used it extensively, and we haven't used it everywhere. I think we just brought it along one time and shot it off a few times, you know? And then nothing happened? Nope. Or the usual. Hmm. Well, okay. I'm, I'm not able to find our ABCs, but just another reason to listen. Yeah, go and check it out. That was that was really fun. Yeah, we just we just went around the horn. I think you know in both halves and everything, and just whatever letter landed yeah. on us, we had to think up something on the spot of, that related to the paranormal field. And, and the coolest uh, part about it is, it makes you it makes you think pretty heavily on the spot. Like you're like, oh shit. Yeah, um, like some letters, like like Q, actually, like what do we got, like quantum physics or something came up. Yep, so that, so. that was going to be the really hard one um but there were some that were just were some letters were really tough oh yeah some of them that you didn't think would stump you stumped you sure yeah and yeah. some letters there was almost too many things to choose from yeah you know? right right we, we could pick out many of them um but yeah that was that was kind of fun doing that so episode 21 i think was it looked like a little different two uh different one i think we were trying to sort of have a, a discussion here about um well, okay here's the description uh, the, the name was ghostly energy in the time of crisis and uh the description is what are the rules of ghosts manifesting does the energy present in the world at this time of passing let me back. Does the does the energy present in the world at the time of passing affect the spirit's energy? 
I think um, wasn't that our discussion related to the co- the pandemic? Yeah, because it's like how will, will we yeah. soon see ghosts wearing face masks? Yes, yeah. yes, and yeah. with all the people that died from it, you know, w- will haunting spike? You know, will the paranormal activity increase? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I wonder some of these places um, where people haven't investigated in a year. Is there like this massive buildup of stored energy that's going to explode once people start going in and saying, you know, can you tell me your name? It's like, yeah, nobody's asked me my name for a year. Um, and yeah, what, what is it about a certain time period that makes a ghost appear the way it does? A lot of so, schools yeah. of thought there, you know, a lot of different ways to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Even... And, and we were talking about this a little bit before we, we started recording um, about the Hanover haunting. And um, I don't want to say, well, yeah, I, I well, I, I'm not saying this to be critical, just that it's, it's the way it is, that there were some inconsistencies with different things. And for example... John Zaffis came in and said, it's related to this. It, 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 this is what's causing the haunting. Um, it turns out that it was something quite different from that, but it was kind of easy to understand how he interpreted it this different way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because I don't want to give too much away. Um, you know, obviously, we, we, we want them to be able to tell their story in their way when they come in. Hey, if you're wondering about it, go get the book and read it. Okay? It's worth it. It's a good read. But um, we make nothing off of it. Don't worry about it. It's just a really awesome book. I think everybody should read this because it really is interesting. But, uh, you know, sort of looking at that, of like, why do two psychics see the same thing so differently? Uh, just well, it's because that's kind of how they perceive things, or and maybe they're seeing things on different layers, as as we've noticed in Conover. I was just happening. I was just going to say, using Conover as a reference, no two psychics have ever told us about the same thing in the same spot, you know, ever. So they definitely, you know, maybe different psychics have different things or, or spirits that approach them or like you said you know different layers different yeah. perceptions almost like like there were like three or four different layers of haunting and some see layers one some see layer two some you know they each one experiences a different thing and they experience it in their way so while they're not describing the exact same thing there is some overlap at times but they never exactly say the same words Except back in the military room where people would say, I feel like I could sit here all day. <laughs> like, why did dozens of people use those exact words? I feel like I could sit here all day. Probably yeah, because we weird. warned them if you're sensitive to EMF or electricity that that room could cause headaches, nausea, things mm-hmm. like that. And then the response was always, well, I feel like I could sit here all day. <laughs> but those words, those yes. same words. Yep. Yeah, they didn't say, well, I feel really comfortable here. I've got no problem with it. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel upset or anxious. No, I feel like I could sit here all day. It's like Project Mockingbird on the news when all the news anchors say the same exact thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hit your talking points. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, 
I don't know. We'll, we'll, I mean, uh, maybe someday we'll find out. Of course, it might be too late when we find out. <laughs> we may be the ones uh, providing the answers. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, where are we here? Where are we here? Ghost, oh, ghost hunting with crystals and the magic cat. Um, this is the one that Sherry and I did together where she was, um, talking about using crystals for ghost hunting and some of the things about them and some of the properties that, that they've got. And while we were talking, telling the story about, um, how our one cat had, done something really cool with some crystals that were sitting around on the table the cat just happened to walk up and, and start meowing at us Jeez. nice so yeah that was that was kind of cool <laughs> yeah good timing if anything you know oh yeah i mean it was weird i mean it, so that that was yeah, like like fluorite seemed to be her uh the thing that she was attracted to so she was she she was getting sick there for a while and really fading so i had this i don't know this this little fluorite skull okay she would yeah she would sit um in in the same place usually every night when she'd go to sleep so whoops i'd set that next to her and hopefully absorbing her energy was the idea so hopefully there's a little bit of her left because she's we lost her in in march so mm-hmm. hopefully there's still some of her energy left in there that would be nice to nice to hope for but if you would like to hear her she is in episode 22 and it, it is kind of funny how she just pops in there um <laughs> after that then uh, we come back josiah's trip to new orleans science debunks haunted houses and what we really think about streaming services <laughs> um which obviously for me is that um I, I i think the next one one of the next ones is like i have no willpower um <laughs> I, I was really against that until we tried it out and said okay this is pretty good so then we got discovery plus and haven't looked back so i'm weak i'll admit it (laughs) i'm weak but yeah new orleans josiah you had the very cool uh trip down there yeah i just took a impromptu trip down there and everything aligned real well and i got to Mm -hmm. visit a couple places that i wanted to for a really long time so it was a great great time yeah that's that's like i don't want to say trip of a lifetime but it's certainly uh a worthwhile trip for a lifetime yeah Yeah. (laughs) and a good time of year to go down there too that's like february march you were there uh march was march okay yeah we recorded march or posted march 6th so um maybe i I gotta think about that now like maybe it was february then i'd have to look back but yeah it was uh some interesting stuff so oh, that's yeah. episode 23. Uh, what did we have here? Uh, discussing some scientific explanations for ghostly experiences. I think that was that, that list we went through, wasn't it? I'm not sure. I, I think that I think there was maybe an article that I read and uh, and it pertained to that. And uh, so I thought it'd be cool to do it on a show. Um, I, I think we did two shows worth of it, if I remember right. Hmm. Interesting. 
Oh, must, yes, yes, um, yes. That was that was the list that you sent us and said, hey, guys, read through these. And uh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that because it was, uh, you know, this this uh, haunt, you know, this uh, paranormal experience can be explained mm-hmm. by this phenomena and just and right. and then, then carbon we realized, monoxide yeah but then so we took we started going through and taking it real seriously and then as we got you know three quarters of the way through we're like oh come on what the hell you know we started making fun of the author and everything and you know well she's like and like she's like in a, in a punk rock group or something like that yeah and it was just kind of like wait a minute she did they i think she i'd be more slap this following together that up than the article yeah Right. I mean, sometimes you're on a deadline. We've been there. You're on a deadline. You got to get something out. Yeah, but it was like she mailed it in partway through, or or we just kind of rethought. Uh, yeah. You know our approach to it. We're like, wait a minute. In light of all of this junk, you know, she had like eight solid ones, and then the last six were kind of like, ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The old granddad's kicking in. I'm just gonna kind of phone it in for the rest but i mean it, I, I think it gave us some, some good stuff to talk about you know, the, the ideas were there behind some scientific explanations uh, solar winds or solar flares and things like that uh, i remember that was up there um i don't think mass hysteria was that's the one i hate but, but we did that for two two episodes yeah yep. we carried on with that uh and in fact in in the second episode we did that with uh you two were talking about about some personal experiences that you had um, yeah, i don't remember what location we were at at that time yeah i'm trying I to think myself what was it was april, a personal ex- march time frame what was it Steve? right right march yeah. april time frame M- mid-march oh here's a purge <laughs> <laughs> hope your doors are locked okay <laughs> Your neighbors are going to enact their, you know, yeah, anyways. Huh. Oh, yeah, don't get me started on that. <laughs> if yeah, it, if you get along with your neighbors like you got along with your co-shop owners, <laughs> then you should be worried during a purge, that's for sure. <laughs> ah, true enough. I haven't forgotten yeah. about you, Michael. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 uh, when people do things contrary to their own best interests, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Yes, I know I could bring more business into my store if I did this, but then I'd have to park around the corner. <laughs> so, I'm not going to, yeah. Anyway. Um,. <laughs> oh oh mass hysteria the next one solar winds and ions close the door on mass hysteria okay anybody want to decipher that for me solar winds and ion close the door on mass hysteria that was the uh that was the girl the author's interpretation was it still of it? continuing that we did that for three mm. i think we did actually i think we did really I think we got three episodes out of that. And and this is where I fess up to subscribing to Discovery Plus. <laughs> we uh, which again is definitely worth the five bucks, but okay. We actually 
have access to it. I'm not going to say that we subscribe to it, but we... Well, that's nice. We were able to watch it. <laughs> and, uh, yes... Yeah, free it, trial. It, right. You get a free yeah, trial for a uh, week, right? Yes. A, a very yeah. extended yeah. free trial. Yes, exactly. Okay. I'm trying <laughs> to help you here, Steve. I know, I know. Well, I don't... <laughs> I doubt they're listening, but... Uh, well, ah! We did. We also, we also have access to uh, Paramount Plus, which is pretty fantastic, mm. but as far as the paranormal shows, there's nothing of note on yeah. of those yeah yeah it's pretty much a la carte you're gonna just say well i like these channels so i'm gonna subscribe to these particular services and you're not gonna have just a single provider anymore apparently we just dropped hulu plus or hulu plus live tv today because it renews tomorrow so what's that like 90 bucks a month or something it started at it was 60 but without ads it was or maybe it was 50 but without ads it was 60 and then they jumped it all the way up to 71 and uh and then you can't get any of your paranormal shows that are on travel channel or those because they're exclusively on the the discovery plus app so i was just joking when i said 90 i was wasn't too far off no and and i mean you're already in the realm of comcast and direct tv now at that point so Uh, yeah yeah yep yeah that's and they had the Marquee Network last year, which I was just over the moon about, so I could watch Cubs games. And mm-hmm. in the off season, they didn't renew with them. They're with one Fabulous. of the Philo or Tubi or whatever, one of the other ones. Yeah, yeah. there's the local, the, the Pittsburgh Sports Network did something like Fubu. Is it Fubu? Fubu. <laughs> Jesus. F- yeah, one of those, something like that. Yep. Fo- Fubo. Fubo. Fubo, yeah. I get irrationally mad at all the different platforms. <laughs> I think I touched on that a little bit. Well, Josiah, it, it is not irrational. It's as bad <laughs> you as... You have every and, right to be mad at well, them. <laughs> and so you guys didn't get firsthand experience with this, but I'm sure you heard about it when the kids had to go home and do e-learning because of the pandemic. Yeah. You know, the, the whole joke was they said, okay, go on Sparkle and download Crackle Pops and <laughs> you have to submit your answers to FUBU. And then, you know, it was just like, oh, what the hell? God. Yeah. yeah, and behind all that, there's a developer just raking in the change. Oh yeah, sure. oh god, yep. That's what the, I just heard something as we are seeing each other and communicating across Zoom right now. Um, I, I just heard something about how like Zoom was not like the best platform out there. Um, it it, it wasn't you know the most advanced and all this stuff, but it was simple. People okay. got it. And sure. it just worked. It wasn't secure in the beginning. Uh, that that's improved. There are all kinds. Of, you know, the, the Zoom bombing people were doing, jumping into meetings and <laughs> mooning the camera and stuff like that. Um, there were all these weird things happening in the beginning, but they tightened that security up. And and once they did, because it was simple, and it worked, um, it's it's really kind of kind of become the leader in. Uh, video communication now where if a lot of these ones like the cisco webex and even skype they were a little bit more complicated to operate and so they've kind of fallen behind and zoom was like haha <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i'll be honest with you prior to the you know prior to the pandemic i really hadn't heard much of zoom no M- maybe just a little bit right we use right. teams at work and yeah. so half of our mm-hmm. meetings you go into a zoom meeting but the other half you use teams and it functions exactly the same as zoom but the thing i like about teams is that there's and, and you zoom might have some similar functionality but 
all the different windows, if you hit all of us together or all together mode in teams, it takes like what looks like a movie theater seating and it takes every single person and it cuts out, you know, the outline of your face and your, your body and it places you in all these movie seats. So, oh, uh, so every single attendee shows up in this like little theater That's and cool. you know, you got someone behind you, you reach up your finger and you're like picking their nose and everything. And it, just, <laughs> it was just, it was kind of cool. I had never like seen a mystery that. science theater. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. That's well, funny. except, except this was like viewing it from like where the screen would be and yeah. it was, everyone was all there together. That's neat. That's neat. Shameless Microsoft plug. Oh yeah. Well, I, I, at different times we had used probably six or eight different platforms that I had to for work just because different agencies, everybody had their own sure one that they liked in different schools. So you never knew what you were going to be. I had like six different clients loaded onto my computer. Skype. Um, Blue Jean was one. Um, I, I don't, don't even remember connect. trying to block out. That what was the Google do or is it Duo? Duo the Google one. Yeah. yeah, there's Duo, and I think like Steve said, is Teams Microsoft. You said Teams Steve? Microsoft. Yeah, I think Google uh, also has another one like Google Groups or something. Yeah, well, we used the Facebook one a couple times. Yeah, we used we started out on Skype, didn't we? And, uh, and I go, think so. Yeah, I think and Go to Meeting. Yeah, yeah. Which I think Even Skype that. owns now or. Vice oh, versa. Really? It's Skype, Skype or business is go-to meeting. Well, Microsoft owns Skype, I think. Okay. So I don't think anybody's buying off of Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're the 800-pound gorilla. But I don't know. They could have sold something off. Um, so episode 26, golf, golf, golf. This is the, the golfing podcast. Welcome, everybody. I'm Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Ghosts solve mysteries. And Virginia City, here we come. Um, I think <laughs> Steve and Josiah both coincidentally share reports of ghosts who solve mysteries. Josiah tells of a spirit who brings help to a missing mother and child. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but are they? In, but are they there in time to save them? Listen to the podcast and find out. Steve discusses ghosts who have brought attention to their untimely demises and those who harmed them. Mike sets the stage for a future tax deduction and takes us on a virtual trip to Virginia City, Nevada. So, yeah, that story you told Josiah, that was amazing. Yeah, that was probably my one of my most emotionally driven stories about Christine Scoobish and her little boy and her accident. And you know, I don't want to go into great detail, but I would encourage everybody to check out that story and listen mm-hmm. to that podcast. Cause I'll tell you straight up honest with you. I think you guys both know there was a one point in time where I was almost in tears. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's very moving, very, very touching. It's just, you know, if, if there's this, this, I, this the only words I can come up to say, <laughs> think of if, if there's any good that can come from being in the afterlife, you know, th- this shows that it can be done. Yep. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes you feel feel good. Yeah, I think that made perfect yeah. sense to me at least. Ghosts just aren't, you know, rattling chains and slamming doors. Um, there, there, there can be something more to it. Hmm. Yeah, incredible story. Thank you. Um, yeah. That, no. 
Steve, I think there was like yours were like some some crime, like ghosted actually. There, there was the one where the, the ghost testimony was used in court. Yeah, it was the first time ever, <laughs> and and I think that it was actually commemorated on a on a plaque. Uh, you know, I I think where that person was buried at or something like that. But yeah, that was yeah, it was the first time in history that that yeah that testimony based on that was ever used. Yeah. So and he yeah, goes coming back and saying, so and so killed me. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't you can the find husband and the wife, right? What's that? It was like a husband and wife. I believe so. Oh, and he I, threw her down the stairs and broke her neck. That's, yeah. that's what it was. And yeah. he wouldn't let anybody he, come close to her. He's like, he no, would, no, no. Wouldn't even let an autopsy be performed. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, I believe she haunted somebody and or somebody kept having visions of her saying you know my husband did it and, and i think it was her mother yes yeah, that sounds about right yeah. but yeah then other other tales of spirits who uh also pointed the finger at their murderer yeah that, that those are some neat stories and then um i i think i kind of well i talked about virginia city and a lot of the, 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 the like, like maybe 13 different haunted locations there. So, um, yeah, hopefully, not hopefully, definitely in just under two years from now, Sherry and I are going to be heading out there. So that'll be cool. That'll be our turning point where <laughs> we turn and come back. So looking forward to that. Um, let's see here. Episode 27. Here we go. This was pretty cool. Sustained electronic spirit communication with Cindy Heinen. That was really so, cool. That was yeah. a really cool interview. Very yeah. informative. Very much so. Um, yeah. Gave some really good ideas. <laughs> I hate to admit this, but that uh, that program that she was using on the computer with phenomenal yeah. results. I I down I downloaded the. Uh, so it's a free. It's a free program from this this website, this company. But mm-hmm. in order to get it, you have to pay for one of their pay apps. Yeah. And I wasn't overly, <laughs> you know, impressed with the pay app, but I went mm-hmm. to download the free app and I still have not been able to download and install that yet. Or oh, no. I, I've been able to install it because part of the install uh, from the EXE, uh, it tries to go out to the microsoft website for a product that is no longer supported anymore so oh i can't for the life of me get this thing like to install plus plus visual runtime one of those kind <laughs> no of it's actually a 404 page not found there oh yes because it's trying to take you to microsoft to download the what is it the net 2 pack or whatever oh, yeah. but my my computer has the 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 net 4 pack already on it and it should support any of the program but because yeah. their, their install executable requires you to go to that website that's no longer supported by microsoft i can't install it yeah. did you so get I mean, in touch with uh, their support it's my fault for dragging my feet but the answer to that is no Damn it, Steve! <laughs> but I'm dying to use this, uh, yeah, this, this program just to see if we can replicate what well, they were getting. You know, it's not Cindy's fault or her, her her group, the Society for Anomalous Studies. This is a third party piece of software that they just happened to use, and she wrote an article about it. Um, it's it's available out. All the links are actually. I can say this now with confidence. All the links are on the uh, on the website. So, 
um, if you want to do that and then show Steve how to do it, then do that and send us a message. If you can get it installed, <laughs> let, let him know how to do it. Um, but, but yeah, they just they just received some amazing results. Uh, we, we posted some uh, YouTube links as well that her group had posted. And yeah, that jumps to some of the... <laughs> Some of the things that came across were incredible. Man, it, I think it's it was a, an American Legion they did. Yeah, or a VFW hall, but th- yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it's a random, random, not even word generator, a random like phonetic generator with mm. something like 5,000 phonemes, something like that. And uh, they've used it in places where um, Spanish was the primary language, mm. and they were getting results in Spanish. Um, yeah. Then they were in the VFW in that video and just getting full responses that related to, you know, yeah. wartime sayings and just different things. Okay. By the way, uh, is it ovulus or ovulus? Ovulus. I was, I don't know. Ovulus. Yeah. Like nucle- nuclear yeah. versus <laughs> nuclear. I'm pretty sure it's ovulus. It's O-V-I. L-U-S. Ovilus. There's no Y in there. Is it wash or wash? (laughs) O-V-I. It drives me crazy in these shows when they say ovulus. Like, stop it. It's like when people started saying physicality. Drove me crazy. And now everybody talks about physicality, like watching sports. <laughs> oh, the sheer physicality to make his way. I'm like, no, it's not really a word, but now it is. <sighs> okay. I just thought I'd throw that out there because I'm also the on Discovery Plus. They've got the, the new Ghost Brothers lights out. And uh, the, the, those guys are funny. Um, they use what sounds like an Vox app which is kind of like the phenome type of chatter that constantly yeah. comes through, but they call it the spirit box. Like spring out the spirit box. And then they like have an app on their phone. It's like, no, no I mean, okay, we get it, but it's not really you know, what most people call spirit box. We discussed, I, I mean, not to that particular one, but we discussed the, uh, the ghost brothers a long time ago about how, it is kind of cool that they don't have the uh, $20,000 worth of state-of-the-art equipment. They use stuff that brand-new ghost hunters can use, that your yeah. everyday person can use. They're very relatable. And it's just, you know, that's one of the reasons that that's such a phenomenal show. Yeah. Now, now they've, they've started rolling out some newer things um, in, in this new series. And there was one I was really trying to get a peek at it to see, what is this? Because they, they threw just throw the name out and I, I need to go back and rewatch it and maybe pause to when I, when I get a, a good view of what it is, but you know, just like so many, so much of the equipment now, it's like the 3d printed stuff that you yep. know, it's all black with white trim. Um, so and you, can, you can see the ridges from all the layers that it took to, yeah. to print it out. Yeah. <laughs> it, it has a look to it, which is fine. Yep. I mean, it, it's, it's cool that people are able to do that. They're not all the radio shack boxes. Um, Shack hag. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, all the, the, the little project boxes. So, um, it, it's neat that people are able to do it, but you, so you can tell it's something like that. But um, it's like, oh, I'd like a little more information on this. So, I'll just have to go do that. But um, 
yeah, again, the, the links are on the webpage if you want to, on, on the website, if you want to look that stuff up. It's uh, pretty cool. Um, we actually then went into episode 28 talking about what got us started in interest in the paranormal and what yeah, experiences that's we had. Given some of our experiences, yeah. Yeah. So, like, Josiah, you pretty much grew up in the, almost a Hanover haunting house. Yeah, it definitely wasn't that, <laughs> you know, it really wasn't to that extreme. But, yeah, I had definitely grown up in a place that had a lot of experiences. And uh, it was kind of cool to hear some of yours, you know, both of yours. And I know you told yours, Mike and Steve, you said yours was kind of a little bit short, you know, because you didn't have a ton. But it's still just to know your, you know, your interest in it was really cool. Yeah, I think, you know, we, we I, I don't know how people feel about it, but I, I always get interested in, in, in hearing about how people's interests were, were, were peaked, you know, in, in the paranormal. It helps you maybe understand where they're coming from then when uh, uh, something happens to them. You know, like, where, has it been something since they were five and they could hear people talking to them in their heads? Yeah. Or were they 28 and... Um, a figure in white jumped in front of their car and, <laughs> and disappeared. Uh, what what was it that, that got them into it? And, uh, you know, what were their thoughts about it? So I, I think it's important to when somebody's telling you about this type of stuff to, to kind of get a feel for where they're coming from with it. What, what's their experience been to, to date? Yeah. So. And also cool to think, like, for example, Steve's example, that when he was younger, his I think it was one of your friends, right, Steve, he saw yeah. a head of an animal. Yep. And he was freaked out by it, but you wanted to see it. I sat there almost all night just staring at that wall saying, exactly. come on, come on, come on. Do, so I think that says, it says something about us, you know, like right. some people just don't want to be involved, but we're, we're like, come on, bring it on. Right. It's in our nature. I want to see this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see it for myself. Yep. So that was 28. We're almost up here now. And actually, because 30 was last week, which is where we started doing this. So really, the last new one is episode 29 with Chad Lewis and Supernatural Dares of the Midwest. So that was really cool to have to have Chad on board. That was fun. Yep. Yep. Really, really interesting author. You know, he's written many books. Um, mm -hmm. traveled all over the country. I think we, we had a lot of fun with Chad and, you know, got some <laughs> cool information and picked his brain on things. Yeah. And in general, he's a pretty approachable guy too. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I, I had only really met him at the, uh, at one of the presentations he gave. Um, but you know, I get, you got the sense that he could sit there and talk all day about some of that stuff, you know, Ugh. you know, he could, yep. and every story would just be more interesting than the last. But, uh, yeah, that book, Supernatural Dares of the Midwest, very interesting. Um, and, and <laughs> like, I think during the interview I mentioned, you know, for me, almost more interesting than the the tales of the dares that he took part in were the ideas of why do dares exist? How do how do legends and these types of things um, develop? in our our, our our current lore you know i, I thought that was kind of cool uh, some of the things that that he wrote about that 
but then, but then you hear the stories about <laughs> that people are telling about their local places and it's like wow that's there, there's some crazy stuff going on out there there is and also it kind of opened my eyes to you know when when i get books and things like this i have the best intention to read them and it kind of makes you realize it's okay to just take your time pick one and like for that for example the supernatural dares that could you could spend a whole entire summer just Mm. trying to go to these places and you know you, you could i think that's so awesome that just out of one book could change the trajectory of your whole entire life. So, you know, it's, if you get these books, you know, pick one, crack it open. Don't get super stressed about reading every bit of it, but there's, you can find little nuggets in the books, even if you can't spend a whole entire, I don't know, you know, three or four weeks reading the whole thing, just pick it up and (laughs) read a chapter bit by bit. And that's something I've learned about myself, Mike, where where i'll collect these books and they sit on the shelf and i've i've got to get better about reading them and talking to him kind of opened my mind up a bit about that i i like what we're doing in in, in talking to these authors because it, i i i feel like i have a commitment to read their book before we speak to them yep um i i just i you know it's kind of a a respect thing i don't i i don't want to ask them questions about a book i haven't read i i've i've been listening to some interviews with um the the, the jody the the author that we're going to be talking to for the next episode and it it was very clear that some of the people had not read the book and and they kind of said in the beginning hey i haven't had a chance to read it but um i i just for myself i felt better reading it because i i think that's going to be able to allow us to ask her some more directed questions um and she won't have to do as much background either i hope uh, not just for our benefit but you know the listeners as well because um i i i'd <laughs> and maybe slap myself on the hand here for this but i don't just want this to be her promoting the book uh i i really would love to hear her talk about some things that didn't make it into the book maybe uh not necessarily the untold stories but just just some things that you know other things that are around the book that sort of enhance it okay the, the director's commentary so to speak i see what you're saying that'd be cool <laughs> yeah um because hey you know we, we could all grab the book tomorrow and read through it and then not have to listen to the interview so let's uh pretend we've all read it and then try to see what we can get her to talk about and and, and deanna too that's just it's an incredible opportunity i'm really looking forward to so uh folks if you haven't read the book maybe you watched the dead files episode that they were in or the uh, i think it was my haunted house uh, it, it's been featured in a couple different shows. If you have the means to check these things out, please do. Because this is just a phenomenal story of a haunting. And I'm not just saying that because we're going to be speaking to her. This is like chill you to the bone type of stuff. Um, make you afraid to turn off the lights before you go to bed kind of stuff. And, and hope you don't wake up until the sun comes up in the morning. And even then, no guarantees. 
Yeah, and for anybody out there who's looking for the book, and let's say you couldn't afford it, you know, we've all been in those situations. Many public libraries in the United States um, have a cataloging program where you can request a book and they'll actually purchase it. So it's not like the author loses out on anything by you not owning it. The library still purchases it. Um, and then you can check it out, read it. You know, I've, I've done that yeah. many a time, spent a lot of time in the library reading books. So, well, and a lot of times there's an exchange, like I know Oregon has the same thing. If, if they don't mm-hmm. have the book, um, they'll look around at other libraries that do exactly. have it and they'll, they'll yeah. ship it there. So, so yeah, yeah. It, it should be available. Yeah. I used to do get online and be able to do that. I mean, I'm sure you probably still can. It's probably actually easier to do now. Yeah. And a lot of the um, libraries will allow you to download them directly to Kindle and all those mm-hmm. kinds of formats as well. You know, just on yeah. a side note, one thing that I would do frequently is uh, if I didn't want to pay full price for like a new novel in hard you know, hardcover, you know, like at say Barnes and Noble, something like that, because they, they're damn near 30 bucks now, yep. you know, yeah. uh, as soon as it's been released, if you go on eBay, you can always get used copies. A lot of people don't reread their books, so they'll read mm. it in three or four days and then turn around and sell it for half price or less, you know, yeah, so you can, point. You, can, you can always find it used as well. Yeah, this um, I'll tell you on on Amazon the the Kindle version is seven ninety nine, which is you know not not awful. Um, it's not free, like you might be able to get it at the library, but um, uh, but no waiting. You know, you you you're, you could be reading it in, in fifteen seconds. Um, the, the the print version is nineteen ninety nine, which you know, it can be maybe a little more tougher for some, but um, it's if you read this thing, it, it's worth it. It's worth it if you can afford it. It's it's well worth that, that money. Um, but um, yeah, lots of options, lots of ways to see it. I know that there are like free trials to things like Audible. Uh, you can try a free trial with them, and you can get the audio version of it. So lots of different ways to get this thing. Um, so yeah, but you know, however you look at it and, or maybe if, after you, uh, hear her speak about it <laughs> during the next, uh, our next episode, you'll be like, yeah, I, I, I got to get this thing. I got it. Cause even if she talked about just the book for an hour straight, you would only get a small piece of what happened, uh, be, be between the two of them. So, um, yeah, so next episode, uh, we will be talking to Joni Mahan as well as Deanna Simpson, who is the person who experienced the Hanover haunting. Um, her, her and her husband and cats. So, yep. um, yeah, cats are actually a very important part of this story. And also daughters. Yes. <laughs> yes, the, the whole family. I mean, this this the, the ripples of this thing reached out so far, and it's just incredible. So uh, we're, we're really excited and can't wait to speak to her and um, or, or both of them, both of them. So we're really, really excited about that. So I think I've talked about that enough. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we made our point. <laughs> Or at least I tried to. So, um, well, are, 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 are we ready to wrap this one up? We're, we're pushing the boundaries here beyond where we normally like to go, but I think we're 
probably pretty good. <laughs> Any anything before we wrap it up? No, I just I had a really fun time revisiting all these. So yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, it's awesome. We'll yeah, have to do this again. We'll have to do this again next year. Yeah, <laughs> same time we'll next year. Well, we turn to. Well, we'll figure out a way to make it work better. Maybe we'll re- our memory will, will be better next year. A lot more I'd guests like to. to talk about next year. There you there go. go. Yeah, and may- maybe when we revisit this, instead of kind of flying from the seat of our pants, maybe we have a few sound clips to uh, yeah. to throw in there of those Ooh, previous podcasts. That's a good idea. Ooh. Sounds like work, but yeah, we can try it. Yeah. Be a good little uh, teaser and give people reason to <laughs> listen to it, you know? <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, um, as always, if you want to reach out to us, you can uh, visit paranormal1.com, para1contact at gmail.com. Uh, also, para1booking, singular, Josiah? Yep. <laughs> para1booking at gmail.com. And on all of those, it's just the number one para one um, also facebook page where you can also find bartell and henson paranormal on facebook rock river area paranormal society on facebook and of course the original conoverghosts.com uh, for all things conover square and that cool stuff so um you guys it sounds like um, there may be some public stuff coming up yeah possibly yep absolutely Okay, yeah, I, cool. I, I think, you know, we had something planned and it just seemed like it was just in a, the dead zone of the year and everything. So okay. I know we've been doing other things and stuff like that. We have private groups coming in. But I think by the time that we get the next one planned, I think there's going to be a real thirst for it. Good. Good. Everybody's schedule has been thrown off for this last <clears throat> year plus. Right. And uh, hopefully we can start getting back into a routine again and everybody can be safe and um, start having fun again. Damn Skippy. Not use, not, not use Zoom and Zoom so much. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thank you, guys. It's been a great year. Thank you. Well, we'll uh, like you said, we'll do this again next year or something like it. Um. We appreciate everybody who listens and uh, gives us feedback and tells friends about it. Uh, don't be afraid to do that. We appreciate that. We we won't say no to any new listeners. And um, again, we, we, we thank you so much. So like us and uh, subscribe or plus or whatever it is because everybody still uses google plus right is that how we're doing this oh, yeah. um yeah yeah so however you get your podcasts um you know sign up to hear us again because maybe we'll start getting better but um if you have any ideas for us to do that then send them along and we will gladly listen to any advice you have we appreciate it give you that give us that feedback so um thanks again thank you guys we will uh get back again in two weeks and bring you guys the um the hanover haunting the deanna simpson story with deanna simpson and jody mahan yay so um join us then and until next time
We will see you in the dark.